0: Welcome to another episode of the Ironforge podcast. This is a podcast where I interview clients, entrepreneurs, team members, and investors to hear their unique take on entrepreneurship and the startup community. My name is Chris Roach. I am, of course, your host, and I'm delighted to say that I'm joined today by one of my esteemed colleagues, our iOS specialist and co-founder of Iron Forge, Ian Han. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. I've been uh, looking forward to getting you on for a while now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad we made it, uh, made it work.
0: Absolutely. So from from your standpoint, you have been one of the original members of Ironforge going back, you know, dating back to, you know, land before time when when we started the company, you know, when it was just you and Sumner. And I think the story of how Ironforge started is one that is not told enough, especially now when we've grown to the size that we are. Um, so how is it that you, know, you came up with the company Ironforge and where was it that this, you know, this unique concept for software development was born?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great question. The uh, Forge really was spun out of a venture capital fund called Emerge Ventures. Um, one of the problems that we have in... Uh, uh, venture capital is that you raise a lot of money, right? Uh, uh, 10 million, 50 million, hundred million, whatever the the amount of of money is, you put that in a a company, you put that in multiple companies and then you wait, right? And then you sit there and you consult and you wait and, and, and you wait for that return back. And that could be anywhere from five, 10, you know, plus years, whatever it is. And when you, you know, do well, right. You can, you can make huge amounts of money, right. The the, the first people that put in 25 grand to Airbnb made millions right off of, off of that, that, uh, you know, relatively small amount of money. Um, but that's a huge problem, right. When you have a business to run and you put money somewhere and then you, you know, have to wait for the returns, right. At the end of the day, instead of, you know, constantly getting, money back. So, you know, in classic VC, they would just go raise another fund. uh, And uh, option, right? But we, we kind of thought to ourselves, okay, well, how can we make a little bit more uh, liquid capital, especially with the, uh, I, you know, talent that we have on the team, right? And one of the, 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 the people, of course, myself on the team, and I was an iOS developer back then, and I was, uh, you know, obviously an iOS developer now, a mobile developer now, uh, and, uh, um, you know, I did mobile valuations. And they said, well, you know, you can, you can look at the code, you can you know, evaluate the code key you also build. I was like, of course, yeah, of course, we can we can build as many apps as you want, and in whatever factor and whatever you know form, whatever it is, and uh, um, you know, so Iron Forge usually born out of this idea of being able to create, uh, you know, more liquid capital in the in the venture capital fund to then be able to reinvest in you know smaller you know other other smaller companies or even more uh, you know uh, risky ventures or risky bets and things like that because the riskier you know the bet the the, the more potential upside that you also have so. Uh, you know, Ironforge really came out, uh, and, and, and the, the whole idea of how uh, um, Ironforge approaches software development is from the startup side, right? Uh, classic so- software development is, hey, you know, you give me a, a scope or you give me a, 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 a user stories, the user mm-hmm. needs to do this, I build exactly that, and then we move on, right? And what Ironforge really focuses on and prides itself on is that we're not a development shop, where a you know startup incubator of sorts, where a commercialization shop, right, where we really take your idea under our expertise. We have you know members of our team that have built many you know multi million dollar platforms and and you know uh, uh, businesses and and you know done a ton of entrepreneurial things and really understands that you know uh, 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 we can. Uh, you know, provide more value than just, hey, we'll develop your product. Mm
0: -hmm. No, absolutely. I think you touched on that with the... The team that we have and the experience that we have to be able to consult with different startups that come to, and it, it's something that I enjoy, you know, obviously from the sales side when I'm talking with prospects and new clients and they say, you know, hey, I'm looking at doing this, this, and this, and especially in the discovery stage, or we can say, actually, before you do that, we've been there, we've done that, we've made that mistake. Yeah. You know, let's not have you go down that same path and make that same mistake. Or we can say, actually, we've seen with you know, even some of our clients the success that they've had by doing x y and z and then be able to say actually you know this may be a better option and, and we've statistically seen a higher chance of success with that one of the things that i think that we yeah. do very well with that is that you know the prototyping the the creating the clickable prototypes and being able to help clients get that market validation without yeah. necessarily Going out there and building an mvp um and now you know you you obviously right now are, are an ios developer with iron forge but that's not always been your role you know you have always been doing ios but you also tended to do a lot on the design side as well and that's yeah. where you know a lot of the portfolio that people are seeing and a lot of the examples of products that we're showing a lot of those were designed actually by you in the you know the first couple of years as you were starting off and you know how is it that you mm-hmm. can approach a the design of an application, you know, when you're, Hey, I want to build, you know, the Snapchat for dogs is the example I always use. How do you actually go from taking that concept to creating this beautiful looking application and clickable prototypes and creating their wireframes in the UX? You know, what is the process that you go through to be able to really map out a product from that ideation? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's the, it's, it is a very difficult and very touch eye based I, 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 you know, process, right? In all honesty, I design is one of those things where there's a million, billion, trillion different ways that you can design this platform, right? How can you design it in the way that looks the best, that works the best, and that users will understand, right? Those are the three main components of when you approach a design, how can I actually do those three things and, and just knock it out of the park? I uh, design is fundamentally different than development, right? When development is objective, where, you know, you tell a computer to do something, it's going to do it, right? Bugs are not created by the computer. Bugs are created by the, the, yeah. the, the user, right? Or the, the developer, right? Uh, and so with, with design, it's, same, it's the same concept of, of bugs are, are, you know, created by the designer as well in, in terms of UX. There is a lot of, uh, uh, um, you know, thought process that goes into the heuristic, you know, uh, uh, process and and understanding how users are going to use this app, how users are going to, you know, focus on certain things. There's a lot of color variation, you know, uh, 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 nonsense, really, that kind Mm -hmm. of comes down to like, Oh, if things are blue versus red, or you know, whatever it is, but at the end of the day it's a lot about feel, it's a lot about experience, it's a lot about about uh, you know, kind of following that same process. What we start out with is a discovery document, what we used to call a project narrative. And one of the, the uh, I, you know, main reasons why we do that is that it's very difficult to take, especially as, as a designer, as a creative to take an objective list of user stories. The user needs to log in with LinkedIn. The user needs to you know, be able to like posts, you know, whatever it is. It's very difficult to take that uh, fundamental you know, uh, scaffolding and say, okay, well, what's the actual best way of, of providing this, this functionality to users? A lot of entrepreneurs will have a very specific vision in their mind of, of what they want, but they don't know how to get there right? That's where we come in, right? That's where a professional designer would come in at the end of the day. You wouldn't just go to a, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, why, why can't I just build the app? Well, you could, but yeah. that's like sort of saying to a, to a you know, developer, to a, to a, a contractor, hey, uh, I want a two-bedroom, two-bathroom house, build it, right? Like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense, right? You need an architectural plan, you need exactly, and it's not just oh, well, this this room's going to be eight by 10. This room's going to be whatever. You also want the beauty to, it because this is an art at the end of the day, as much as house building is an art. And, and you know, if you look on Pinterest, the, the, the top, you know, 100 things are all, you know, different houses and, you know, whatever it is, like that's, you know, art at the end of the day, as much as it is architecture. And it's the same ideas and concepts and design and in development is that we have to, you know, look at, we have to, we have to provide you a a fantastic plan. If you, if you, you know, fail to plan, right, you plan to fail, right? That's Mm -hmm. the whole, that's the whole process. And design is exactly that process, right? We can take your concept, hey, I want to build the Snapchat for dogs, right? And we say, okay, well, why? What is the reason behind it? What, what, what are the, you know, uh, uh, factors that are, that you want to hit? What are these major talking points that you want to hit throughout the app? For example, if we, you know, if we build a fitness app, right, well, what mm-hmm. makes your fitness app different? And what's your special sauce against all the other fitness apps that are out there? Oh, you do X, Y, and Z. Okay, great. Let's do it this way. Let's look at this. And let's, let's, let's create this. We had a, we had an app uh, a little while ago and a very cool concept for health where they had these ring uh, rings around like the sun, right? So the sun was your Core element, right? Your yep. your you know core being, and then all the rings were the different uh, uh, attributes or metrics that you have. So things like calories burned and you know carbs ingested, right? You know whatever it is, and that was a very cool way of showcasing it, but it was the designer's job to take this very uh, out there idea right very new and innovative concept and then actually put it onto real paper with real you know uh, uh, colors and real understanding of exactly how it's going to work the animations behind it the the gestures behind it how a user is going to, to, to focus on it it's got to feel right in your hand it's got to look right in your eye it's there's a lot of uh, a non specific very, uh, I, you know, experience and, and, uh, I, you know, understanding based Mm -hmm. factors that go into something like design.
0: And that's where I think, you know, the interesting thing you said there, when you, when you talked about being able to create this from a a, a concept to actually creating the product, that's what you pay the expert for. And that's really, that, that's what you're purchasing. You're not purchasing the ability to make lines and add colors. You know, anybody can, anybody can mock up a a wireframe. Now, even on the UX component and one of the questions that, you know, on the sales side, I always get asked is, well, what's the difference between UI and UX? And, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from your standpoint, what is the difference? Is the one that's more important um, to ultimately delivering a better product? Uh, And and how is it that you go, how do you approach actually creating, you know, both components and then actually marrying them together to form, you know, these beautiful
1: looking, well-created clickable prototypes? Right. UI is user interface its what you see right on the application. UX is user experience. It's how it feels basically. How does a user actually use the app, right? Very, very fundamentally, those are the two different concepts. Um, no, the, 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 it, to, to, the, to the question of is one better than the other? Of course not, right? That's like saying, oh, why, you know, building the house is better than the the plan. Like, no, of course not, you have yeah. to, build a, a, a great plan to be able to build a great house right you don't look at uh, a falling water right the 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 uh, um i can't remember the architect's name but uh you don't look at that and say oh well you know it was it was really well designed but the implementation was terrible right like yeah. of course not right like it it looks amazing it was it was designed really well right all of these things come into play when you're actually talking about Uh, you know, uh, uh, the design of a product, as well as the design of a house, but the design of a product, like a a digital product. Um, Marrying them together is extraordinarily difficult, right? There are many, many, many designers that are very, very good artistically. They're incredible creatives, but they don't fundamentally understand how apps work, how users Mm -hmm. use apps. And a lot of the times, you know, things change, right? We, uh, uh, in a couple of years ago, pull the refresh was a huge, you know, concept. Oh man, that was the, the coolest thing in the world. Now, there are no apps that do pull the, there are very few apps that do pull the refresh yeah. anymore. It's not really, like, it's not really a concept that we employ anymore. It's more, you know, a lot of the, this data is is automatic, right? We, we create, uh, uh, you know, automatic processes that that the data, whenever it changes in the database, the app pulls it and boom, you're, you're, you're all set, right? Um, and so all of these things, you have to understand. What's what's kind of nice about being both a developer and a designer is that I approach things as what I call developer-inspired design, right? Development-inspired design, which means that I understand how long things are going to take, how difficult something is going to be, and I'm, I, and, you know, I say, listen, like I can do it this way, the way that you potentially want, or the way that you mm-hmm. envisioned, or whatever but it's also going to be three times more, you know, time and, and yeah. effort for maybe 1% better, right? Is that really worth it, right? And so that expertise, I think, is 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 a huge concept that what you talked about, you know, as a, uh, I, a person who's done this for my entire professional career, right? Uh, I, I don't know anything else, right? At the end of the day, this is my expertise. Uh, you know, you can pay anybody on... Fiverr or whatever to design, you know, a, an app, right. You could just go Mm -hmm. on somewhere and say, Hey, you know, I'd like to design an app and they'll just do exactly what you tell them. Right. But the expertise that, that, that we at Iron Forge and myself included have gained over the course of, I mean, I've built 60, developed 60 applications, micro six zero, right. I've Mm -hmm. designed well more than that on both web and, and mobile. That experience is, is just time, right? At the end of the day. And, 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 you know, other people may have the same experience. Absolutely. I'm not saying they don't. But that's what you pay for at the end of the day is that you you, you, you know, look at the, we look at the, the product as our own, ostensibly, right? And we say, you know, this is a, uh, 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 this, is, this is as much our baby as yours. I spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of my life building your product, right, at the end of the day, I feel a kinship to it, right, at the end of the day, and I feel a kinship to your company. We, we want you to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we need you to succeed because it's hundreds of my, my time, hundreds of hours of my time as well. As much as you're putting in, I'm hopefully putting in as much as, as, as that is as well, right, on, just on, the, on, the, on a different side, on the development side, on the tech side. And so that's one of the reasons, too, why backing it up, with the most, uh, uh, you know, with the, with, the, with the best maintenance and the best, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, bug fixes or whatever it is, right? There's going to be bugs, there's going to be little things, there's going to be little visual quirks or issues, whatever it is. No problem. We take care of it, right? Because it's important that you feel that we are on your team and we're on your side. We are, you know, more than just a software commercialization, you know, shop and a, and a, and a startup You know, incubator for all all intents and purposes, but we're a team member as well. We try to be, you know, your CTO for hire. And
0: that's why, you know, even the importance of the, the guarantee in the product, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the guarantee that we offer with any of our projects that we do, whether that's in the design stage or the development stage, you know, the design, yeah. we, we guarantee satisfaction. We have yeah. unlimited iterations at the artistic direction until we get that right. And some yeah. clients are, uh, you know, more picky than others. Sometimes it, it's yeah. one attempt and, and great, we can move forward. And sometimes it's 10 and, you know, but well, that's the the guarantee that we offer with that. And the, the reason yeah. we do that is to is to really... You know put ourselves in the shoes and because like you say you know not that we become attached but we have a certain level of pride that we yeah. put into every project that we do you know we always say that you know the the, the seal of approval the iron forge seal of approval we put on every product and, and that's something that's been you know throughout the the duration of the company has always been the case and will we continue yeah. as we scale that's kind of our our mindset with everybody in the company which is, I mean, is really good any- to see now
1: Yeah, look at any artisan, right? Any master craftsman. The whole reason why we're called Iron Forge is that we want to bring this blacksmith idea, right? This master craftsman idea to development, right? Uh, I've worked with a lot of developers in the past, some great, some not so great, right? Some some that take incredible pride in their work and some that don't, right? Mm -hmm. At Iron Forge, we only look for the people who take incredible pride in their work, right? At the end of the day, because that's what, I did when we first started, right? We said, listen, we realized that software development is, a, is, in all honesty, a crazy proposal. We say to, to, to you know a person, hey, you give me a ton of money, right? A Tesla's worth amount of money, and then maybe you're going to get your product, right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. You wouldn't give that money to a house builder and then say, hopefully you can build the house. No, you're gonna say, at this point, I want the house, right? You know, X, yeah. Y, and Z, this is what I want, this is what, it, you know, whatever it is, and I'm paying money to do it, right? That's a really simple concept, right? There's a, a, a scene in, in Parks and Recreation, a very famous NBC show, where uh, I, you know, the, 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 one of the main characters says, has a photo of him shaking hands with another guy, and he says, uh, oh, well, what was this? Oh, I, this is a business contract. I shook his hand and said, I'll 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 build you a, a table and in re- return, I'll, you know, he'll give me whatever, right? He'll give me steaks or something like that. That's really as hard as it needs to be at the end of the day, right? We need to be able to, you know, we take such incredible, you know, pride and care and effort and energy into these products, right? We are master craftsmen. If you look at, at a glass blower. I, uh, you know, incredible you know designer or or whatever a house as we, we come come back to house building, they will remember these things. They will remember oh I remember working on this house and and that that beautiful crown molding. I remember sculpting mm-hmm. that you know that that beautiful statue you know whatever it is. That's what we look at. That's how we that's how we approach every product right. And there are plenty of times where we won't take on a product if we don't believe that we can fulfill it in the way that it needs to be fulfilled. You know, we have certain expertise and we have certain things and and we just, you know, there are times where we have enough experience now to know, you know what? This may not be us, right? And that's yeah. okay. You know, what I'm saying that's totally okay. It's not it's not anything to do with the, the client, it's not anything to do with the, you know, whatever. It just might be that for this idea we may not be the right directors, basically the right, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, orchestra, right? For directing the orchestra, which is basically what development is, is, is is trying to, you know, get all these people to to sing in unison, to to play in unison, whatever it is. We may not be the right, you know, instructor for that, and that's okay. You know, what I'm saying that's totally okay. But it it really comes down to, uh, I, you know, we, we not only do we take so much pride in our work, but that that really shows in the final product.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and like you say, with... uh for us, we guarantee the outcome. And, you know, one yeah. of the things that in the sales process we say is if we can't guarantee the outcome, we can't take you on as a client. You know, it's as simple Absolutely. as that. Well. We don't we don't take risks with our with our business. And we certainly don't take risks with our, our clients' investments either. If we don't right. if, if we're not a hundred percent confident that we can guarantee that outcome and get that product to market, then we will not yeah. take you on as a client because it it's just not worth it for us. You know, our reputation is ultimately everything. And I wanna yeah. I wanna kinda jump back in time a little bit because I think the story of, of how iron forge grew in the first couple of years is one that it is not discussed a lot now the size we are now you know some of our new hires did, they're not even familiar with you know kind of how, how those first couple of years went because sure. it's not as easy as it is right now it wasn't always you know we weren't always doing the amount of revenue that we're doing. we weren't always doing you know sure. the size of the team that we have when you first started you know you're working in venture capital you're presumably making a pretty good salary working at venture capital and you say, sure. right, I want to start a software development shop. And I want to, you know, I want to go out there and start a new business. I can only imagine yeah. what friends and family said at that point, because I've sure. been there and done that with my own businesses. And it, you know, the, the feedback you get is usually why, but you know, when, sure. when, you, when you take that leap of faith, then, what happened you know i think the story of how how you came up with the iron forge name is is, is worth mentioning as well yeah. um but yeah. just kind of talk me through you know that that first those right. first couple of months when you said hey we're going to start a software development company and you've got one developer yeah. one designer who's the yeah. same person and same then you've person. got and you've yeah. got a salesperson you know and and how yeah. did you how did you start off and how did you really get the ball rolling with becoming this um you know this this national commercialization company
1: it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great story. And it's, uh, it's something that is, uh, uh there were definitely hard times. There were definitely times that, you know, but you just kind of keep going. That's what really entrepreneurship is at the end of the day. I'll take a step back. Having a job, job, right. A career where you go to a 40 hour a week or plus, right. Venture capital, 40 hours is nothing, 80 hours a week, hundred hour a week, you know, job, whatever it is. And you work for another person and, 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 and in, in exchange, they, you know, basically guarantee an income every two weeks is alluring, right? That's a very alluring aspect, right? Having a a paycheck every two weeks, no matter what, you know what it's going to be, you know where you can spend it, you know whatever. Most of the world revolves around that, right? Even if you go and you, you try to, you know, get a mortgage, right? Or you try to get a loan or something like that, they don't ask about your business. They ask about your paycheck every two weeks. You know, what are you actually making every two weeks? Can I can I guarantee? Because that's how most people work, right? Mm-hmm. So as entrepreneurs, we are a different breed, right? Ever since you know I started school, I actually went to 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 Johns Hopkins to, to become a doctor right, to go into medicine, which is hilarious now, because that's not at all what I ended up doing. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I got involved in entrepreneurship really, really early, and, and that plug just bit right, and it hasn't really let go. It's something that I talk about with, with our, our chief operating officer as well, Jeremy Million. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how big or how well or how poorly or how whatever, uh, you know, Ironforge or any company does that's yours, It's yours, right? That's the whole reason you do this. And so, you know, it was uh, uh, ever since I, I really haven't held a real quote unquote job job other than you know, working in Emerge and Emerge, I still was working with a small team and it was a, a smaller fund. And it was you still had that ownership and pride of ownership of, of the thing. But other than that, I've, I've I've been an entrepreneur my entire career, right? I had a, 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 a um app startup right out of college, went into, you know, venture capital right after that. And then of course, Iron Forge. And, and so, I mean, looking from the family, they, they knew, like they've always known, right? And, and, and something that it's never really been brought up of, of like, oh yeah, can you make, your money this time I, I lived with my parents right after you know school because I needed the the, the, the extra cash right to put towards the company right and mm-hmm. and so that's I mean it's a, it's a very classic millennial problem right at the end of the day uh, now of course you know I wasn't going to a nine-to-five job I was spending my money and then also working 80 hours hundred hours a week on my own you know on my own thing but I uh, it was you know cre- the creation of iron Forge was uh, I, you know, a culmination of a lot of different factors. One, of course, Sumner Webster. I remember, you know, when we uh, were building Iron Forge initially, you know, he'd said to me, listen, man, like, I think we could spin this off into its own thing. Uh, it's a really, you know, good idea of saying, like, we have a lot of people, you know, we, we clearly have seen, looking from the venture capital side, we have people who come to us all the time and say, hey, I'm looking for money, but I, you know, I'm looking for money to build a product, right, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And, and then we were giving them money to then, build the product. And then it was like, well, the money's just going to building the product. Like, why, why don't we just build the product for you? Right. And so we do uh, a, you know, a thing as well. And we have done in the past where, you know, we will invest your company through development, right. Development costs us real dollars, right. At the end of the day, it costs us real dollars and real, you know, whatever we're investing in your product, but then there's no profit margin on that. We're, you know, uh, uh, paying to another company. Right. Because if I'm an investor and, and let's say if the software costs a hundred grand, well, a portion of that, you know, a small portion of that 10 grand, whatever, 20 grand is going to be profit margin for that company. So they can continue to grow. They can continue to operate. That's that's how business works. Right. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but if we built the product for you and it, let's say it costs 80 grand, well, then we can invest in you 80 grand and it will be with the development so that there's no uh, uh, you know, waste or, or, or margin that we're then, you know, paying it. And then that other additional 20 grand can go into whatever, right? Marketing or, you know, uh, employees or operations or, you know, software. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever it is, more additional features, et cetera, et cetera. So Ironforge is really born out of that idea that there's a need for tremendous uh, 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 software development, right, and, and, and really high-quality software development and the need for you know, startups to be able to build digital platforms in a way, in a new way, or at least a way that uh, uh, makes more sense, right? At the end of the day, instead of just kind of, oh, sending it to somebody, they build it, and then you know, I have my product. It's really you know a iterative uh, understanding of of what is needed to present a product to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what is needed to succeed in that in that start. But then the the the, the a uh, story about how the Iron Forge name was created. We wanted something that conveyed that artisan belief, right? And we wanted something that, that you know, people really understood as, uh, you know, a, a uh, high quality, you know, uh, uh, a hands-on tactile manufacturing. But we also wanted something that was the most manly thing that we could think of, right? So we were thinking of, you know, oh, warships and and warhawks and and you know, trying to be, you know, because it's just two dudes sitting in a in an apartment in Baltimore, right? At the end of the day, and uh, I, you know, we came up with with Iron Forge, and it kind of hit all of those things that we were trying to. Uh, you know, convey, which was the, the the artists and craftsmen, you know, tactile, hands-on. I mean, our, our entire branding and everything is based on on this, you know, a blacksmith hammering uh, mm-hmm. an anvil, right? And, and, and the, the whole point of that is that they take so much care, so much effort, so much energy to create their work. It's the exact same thing just in the 21st century.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And from your, you know, you start the business and you're there. And what I think is very interesting is that, you know, our first client is still with us today. And yeah. that I think is, is quite unique yeah. is that, you know, the, the first ever client that Forge had is actually our longest standing client. And yeah. I'd love to know the, whole, the story of how you sold the first client to work with us. You've not built anything. You've got no portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> You've got nothing. You've got hopes and dreams. So how is it you yeah. closed that first contract that, you know, in Ironforge's history, who then has
1: become yeah. our, our longest standing client? So we, yeah, we didn't have an Ironforge portfolio, but we did have an Emerge portfolio and we did have an e E&R portfolio. So website, I remember when, when we built it, which is just my projects, which is projects that yeah. I had built freelance, right? Or I had built through Emerge, you know, back in the day. Uh, and, uh, we just said, oh yeah, they're, they're Iron Forge. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I was the only developer. They're basically Iron Forge. I was Ironforge, right at the end of the day yeah, yeah. in terms of development. Sure. You know, we can, we can throw those up there. Um, and, uh, it's funny cause you know, I look back, uh, you know, we, we make this book, the, the book behind you, uh, um, we make this, uh, uh, portfolio book every year and, uh, I haven't done it this year yet, but, but it'll, it'll come soon. Uh, <laughs> we make this book every year. And uh, I, every year when I finish that book, I am so proud of the work that we did that year. And I look at it and I say, how could it get better? How could it get better? Amazing. And then every year I look at the book the, from the, the year before and I go, oh my God, that's so embarrassing, right? So <laughs> embarrassing. Like, don't show that book anymore. This, is, this one's way better. This one's way better. That's the whole point of, of, of being an artisan is that you get better, right? And you get better and better and better. And so a lot of those, those initial uh, I. You know, uh, apps that we built were, were were rough, right? But back then, I loved them. I mean, I thought it, this is the greatest. This is, you know, whatever. And also, designs change over the course of five, six yeah. years and things like that. Like just just the the, the, the protocols and whatnot change and and uh, you know whatnot. But I uh, selling our first client was 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 fun. It was actually we found them through uh, LinkedIn. Um, I was, I was just mutually connected to, uh, you know, to, to a friend of theirs, whatever it was they had posted on online saying, Hey, we're looking for, for an iOS developer, uh, or right, we're looking to build an iOS app. Is there anybody have any sort of ideas about that, et cetera, et cetera. And I just reached out and said, Hey, like, you know, we have a company that does this and take a look at our stuff and, yeah. and whatever, and let me know. And they said, Oh, this is great. You know, let's, uh, let's build something. And I remember, you know. For, for for a couple of months during uh, 2015 or whatever it was, I uh, they were the only thing that I cared about, right? Which yeah. was just focusing on their product and focusing on building the best thing that that's that's possible. It hasn't changed today, right? It hasn't changed today. If if you know me very well, and and you know all, all my my family and whatnot, they'll they'll know exactly who I'm who I'm working on for that you know uh, period of time because it's all I think about. Right? It's all I think about how to develop the best product, to iterate on the best product. Oh man, this would be the coolest thing in the world if we could do this and let's let's put this on the roadmap for this, blah, blah, blah. We have a, a client right now too who uh, uh, does... Um, a fitness, uh, a, a, a product. It's, it's basically mm-hmm. a little board, like a, like an unstable board that you could do fitness, you know, things on. And uh, um, I'm a fit guy. I like, to believe that I'm a fit guy. And and you know, I used the the, the, the product. I remember the first time that I met this guy, I used the product, I went, "This is game changer. This is this is this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We got to throw some you know hardware in here and and connect it to an app and and, and build some cool 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 stuff, man. And yeah. a year later." Right. We're here. We've built this incredible application and he now has thousands of people who have bought this board and are now, you know, using this, 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 this product. And it's amazing. Right. That, that, that sort of idea and that sort of, 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 you know, uh, I, it, it coming to fruition is, is, is just incredible. It's, it, it's, it's, it's honestly feels like your baby that's growing up and then, and then becoming successful. I don't have children, but if I did and my child became, you know, I, uh, a Jeff Bezos, like that, I'd be proud. Right at yeah. the end of the day, I'd be proud of of, of the success that they've uh, uh, that they've achieved. Right at the end of the day, so it's uh, yeah, selling that first client was was uh, um, you know a lot of fun, and it was something that uh, I, we're still you know I, I went to the client's wedding, right, and and uh, we're still extraordinarily good buddies. Uh, I, you know, five years later, whatever it is, and and they're doing you know extremely well, right? They mm-hmm. they've produced tens of thousands of pieces of content they're an influencer marketing platform and they produce tens of thousands of pieces of content uh, so much so that it was just gigabytes and gigabytes worth of of data when we were you know downloading it for them it was just tons and tons and tons of, tons of data um that they've created and and uh value that they've added to you know the marketing world and they were one of the fastest growing you know uh, uh, influencer marketing companies in in the nation, one point. And, and, uh, they just you know they've done so well and i'm i'm so proud of of, of them and and uh, it has you know very little to do with me at this point but uh, um you know being able to see that that seed grow into a into a full oak right that acorn grow into a full oak is is, uh, is really special right and it's something that we mm-hmm. we really pride ourselves here on, at at, at ironforge
0: yeah. No, yeah. That's uh, no, that's awesome. And uh, spoiler alert. So we actually do have uh, the CEO of that fitness application. He'll be our next podcast oh, uh, guest as well. So Fantastic. he's going to be on, he will be on next week. So I'm looking forward to, uh, I won't go into too much detail now, but I'm looking forward to, to really be able to dive into that interview as well. Yeah. The, the final question really I have fun. for you, because I do, I do want to be uh, cognizant of, of your time as well, because I know you are extremely busy. Yeah. The, the final question I have from, from where we've gone, you know, in, in the last five years and, and really, I think in the, probably the last 18 months is really where we, we've we really scaled quickly. You know, we've gone from two people to 16. In the last 12 months, we've gone from six to 16. And we've really started to scale very, very quickly. Where do you see this company going? And, and where do you envision, you know, us being at what, what heights do you see Ironforge being able to hit? And, and what is it that, you know, for you is the end goal with this? You know, how is it you want yeah. to see Ironforge scale in the next 12,
1: 24 months? Sure. Iron Forge was never created to be a gigantic development shop, right? If we scale to become large and we're able to affect and create, uh, you know, more products that are uh, amazing, right? Because there's a lot of trash on the app store right now, as as you know, even even on Apple's app store where they have a very, very stringent review process, there's still a lot of nonsense, right? And there's still a lot mm-hmm. of apps that you download that you immediately delete, et cetera, et cetera. And that's and that's kind of the death of, you know, someone spends all this time, all this effort, all this energy, do it right, right, at the end of the day. So iForge is never meant to be this gigantic corporation or or, you know, whatever it is. We will grow to the Capacity where we can still provide the level of care, the level of service, and the level of of, of development expertise that that uh, uh, you know we currently do. The, the the quality that we have created has never faltered, right? Mm-hmm. And it and it and it shouldn't ever falter. Uh, and if it does, it's it's the last day for me. Right at the end of the day, right? It's it's I'm not interested in in continuing a company that cannot you know that cannot continually every time hit the the uh, standards and that's why we have the guarantee right because if we don't have a guarantee you just it's a crapshoot right oh well mm-hmm. you pay me all this money and then maybe i'll get you a product right that's nonsense right if you pay me this money i'm going to take that very very seriously that that cash is kid right at the end of the day the government takes some um, the you know uh, 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 whatever so all that money that you have you worked really hard for Right, the money that, the, that that investors put in, they worked really hard for. Right, that money means something. It's more than just a number. It's more than just green pieces of paper. It means something. so that means that that we need to take that as seriously as you do. Talk to any entrepreneur. They're not just doing this as oh yeah, like uh, we're just gonna build this app. No, this is their life. This is their livelihood. This is the, this is the future. This is their dreams. Right why would i you know uh, i not take that seriously right at the end mm-hmm. of the day if you if you have this idea and you need this built damn we're the best that 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 you know it comes out right and and uh, and we'll do everything that we can to 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 get it you know to get it there but it is it's short, you know, so, so, so iron will grow to where we can continually, you know, uh, uh, solve the problems that we're currently solving and keep that, that, that high level of consistency uh, and quality. Um, and uh, uh, you know, there are amazing developers out there. Right. And there are plenty of people that I would love to work with and, and, uh, you know, continue to grow this team and, and, and find, you know, those people. And then if we hit that cap and, and we can't uh, you know, do anymore, more, that's, that's the largest we go, right, at the end of the day. There's really no end game. There isn't an end game. The end game is we produce the greatest software that is, uh, uh, you know, in, in history, period, right? And, uh, and that's it, right? We keep going every day. We produce more and more beautiful, wonderful, life-changing, world-changing software, and hopefully we, uh, you know, we make the world a little bit better, better place while we do it.
0: No, I, no, I think that's a, a, a fantastic attitude to have towards it. I think, you know, having that from the, the leadership team really being passed down now as we are expanding, I think that that mentality and that attitude is reflected across the entire team, which, you know, when there's two of you to have that attitude is very, very simple. There's only two of you to, to worry about when you are getting to 16, 18 people to yeah. make sure that everybody, has that attitude and really has that pride when they start working with the company. And then once they're actually working with Ironforge as well, you know, we need people, you know, when they do start working for us to be to hold themselves to a certain level of accountability and standard. Um, yeah. we don't, you know, that, that's something that I know we, we really screen for and look for is people that take pride in everything that they do. And I think that's one of the reasons right now, I mean, we have a lead time to start a project of 90 days, we yeah. could find developers to fill projects. That's not a difficult thing. The reason that we haven't yeah. done that is that we can't put our clients' projects in jeopardy. And therefore we would rather yeah. say, Hey, we can get this done. We know we can get it done. We just can't start for you know, two months to be able to start the projects. And that's something that our clients have really appreciated and, and, you know, been very understanding, um, about, and they've, and they've, you know, obviously been able to continue working with us for, you know, in, in that fashion, but no, Ian, it's well, been it's, it's, been it's at pleasure. every
1: level. You know, it's at every yeah. level. Before we, we close up here, it's at every level. You know, we have the 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 junior project managers, junior salespeople, whatever, all the way up to, you know, Sumner, uh, this the CEO of the company, right? The 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 idea and the notion and the end of the, the buy-in has never changed, right? Mm-hmm. We, we look for you know people who say, hey, this is more than just a job, right? This is more than just you know, oh, I'm going to get a paycheck for for you know doing this work. It's a hey, I'm. I'm really I I love these products. I want to see these products succeed. I'm not asking you to do more work or do whatever. It's just buying in, right? Yeah. Drinking the Kool Aid and saying, "Listen, like I love what we do. I think that we produce some really amazing stuff. And and uh, you know I want to I want to work with 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 people who are as as passionate and as interested and as. Uh, I, you know, uh, uh, excited and, and energized as as the Iron Forge team is. So I think that's, um, you know, that that's that's the core foundation of who we are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I say, well, Ian, it's been a, an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you for taking the time absolutely. out of your ever so hectic schedule. Um, I know you. how busy you are to, to sit down for this quick interview. We will Thank be posting you. this video and podcast shortly. If you are out there listening and you are an entrepreneur, uh, one of our clients, and would like to be featured, you can reach out to me directly at roach at ironforge.co. Uh, otherwise, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks. See you later. Thanks.